turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Galatians. Galatians chapter 4. Hallelujah. And we're just going to look at a, a few verses of scripture this morning. Galatians chapter 4, beginning at verse 18. Galatians 4, beginning with verse 18. It says, but it is good to be zealously affected always in a good thing. And not only when I am present with you. My little children of whom I travail in birth again until Christ be formed in you. I desire to be present with you now and to charge and to change my voice for I stand in doubt of you. I want to use for a title this morning, Christ being formed in you. Christ being formed in you. And this morning, I'm going to be kind of talking to you about myself this morning. Because it's, it's such a blessing when you understand how God is motivating you and moving in your life. Being a member here at Clarion Call and working for Jesus Christ here, I've been and I am seeing a most rewarding aspect of how my life is because I feel myself growing in the things of the Lord. And seeing what is being, and seeing that is what it is to, when you say that you are a Christian, is to know that I'm growing in God. You know that you are a believer in God when you begin to grow in the knowledge of him. And I've been walking with the Lord a long time, and there were times that I knew more than I did. I thought I knew more than I did. And it was times that when I was back in Los Angeles, the pastors that I sat under, they would tell me, oh, you've got great potential, but you're not ready yet. 
And I get angry with them and say, well, you know, I don't receive that. I don't believe it. I think I know what I'm doing. But God is, is awesome. He says that he uses the foolish thing to confound the wise. And he had to send me 3,000 miles on the other side of the world to get me to understand you don't really know what you think you know. I had to sit up underneath a pastor that let me know some things about what it is to really be who you are in God. And he did it in a means of letting me understand one little simple word. He said that he taught me preeminence. Pastor Fox talked about it in one of the messages that he was preaching, but I'm learning it for what it really means through this pastor right here. Because, see, when, when you understand preeminence, it opens up a door in how you can walk with the Lord. It opens up a door that, that God is ordering every step of your life. It opens up a door and let you know that you're not in control, that God is in control. And once you get to that point of understanding that God is in control, that then you realize that Christ is being formed in you. See, that's what I had to understand, that Christ is being formed in me. And I can't go about feeling like I've got it all together. Because my ways are not God's ways. My thoughts are not God's thoughts. His ways are higher than my ways, and his thoughts are higher than my thoughts. But, but even though I understand that his thoughts are higher than my thoughts, even though I knew that God was ordering my steps and guiding me in the way that I was supposed to go, I didn't know him. And see, it's a difference in, oh, yeah, I'm walking with him and knowing him. Because when you know him, then you understand that Christ is being formed in you. But he's still in you, and he's being formed in you, and in all that he's doing, being formed in him means that you know him. So when you came to Christ and gave your heart to him, confess with your mouth, and believed in your heart that God had raised Jesus from the dead, and you were saved, and God came on the inside of you. The Bible says in Second Peter verse 1 and 3, by his divine nature, giving us all things pertaining to life 
and godliness. That means everything about God that we need to know is already in us. But when we look at it from, from what our text is saying, if you go back to the beginning of the text, it talks about us being a child. Look at what it says in verse 1. It says, now I say that an heir, as long as he is a child, differs nothing from a servant, but he be Lord of all. That means that my father might own it all. But if I'm still walking as a child, I don't have the ability to formulate what it is that I have on the inside of me. And he's saying, there's some growing that you need to do. And, and when we get into that point where that growing needs to be done, it says in verse 2, it says, but it's under tutors and government, governors until the time appointed of the Father. Even so, when we were children, we're in bondage under the elements of the world. We're still doing things that we shouldn't be doing. But, but Pastor is sitting here and he's saying, this is the way you're supposed to do it. And that's the way that we're supposed to do it. He, he's guiding us and, and grooming us and understanding the word of God so that Christ can be formed in us so that we can begin to grow up in what it is that Christ has called us to be. See, when, when we look at it from the standpoint of not knowing what it is that, that we're doing, but we have all of that stuff on the inside of us, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 4 and 7 that we have a treasure that's on the inside of us. There's a treasure in earthen vessels. That the excellency will not be of us, but of God. And that treasure, whenever I hear of things that, that talk about a treasure, it means that it's something that you got to hunt for. It's something that got a map of how to get to it. See our map? Look at our map right here. It's a map inside here that, that tells us how that we, we can be formed in how we're supposed to live for God. That, that we have to seek after that treasure. We have to, have to understand how he's directing us and guiding us. Because the blessing that I received being here, sitting under these men of God, Pastor Ross, Pastor Fox, Pastor Lucas, see, I've learned some things being here. And I've learned that, that I've got to keep looking for my treasure. I can't be sitting up here and saying, oh, I, I'm preaching now, and, and I done arrived, and, and you know. Uh, no, i got to keep looking for this treasure that's on the inside of me because I'm trying to get God to be formed in me, formed in me in such a way that I'm, Christ-like, that I'm being like Christ, that I'm walking like Christ, that I'm talking like Christ, that I'm living like Christ, that I'm loving my brother like Christ, that I'm understanding what this word of God is trying to tell me because I'm trying to be like Christ. That's 
what it means for Christ to be formed in you. That I can't think of myself more highly than I ought to think. Because when I do, then I'm the only one that's going to fall. So I got to thank God for sending me 3,000 miles across the other side of the world. Because I'm learning who I am in God. Pastor Ross explained it so much of what it means to, to be, to have Christ formed in you so eloquently in Bible study. He said, you're born, and then you come to a part in your life where you're born again. He said, and then you die. But it's what you do between that time that you're born again and the time that you die that makes the difference. That's going to determine your heaven or your hell, where you're going to spend eternity. So what you do for Christ in that period of time tells the story and let me, let me tell you this. You might be able to fool me and them. But my Bible tells me you can't fool God. Let me show that to you. Turn in your Bible to Psalms 139. 139 division of the Psalms. And look at what it says. If I can get there. Pages is getting high. Psalms 139. And it says, O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. See, you, can, you can't get away from God. He knows everything about you. He searched it all out. He knew you before the very foundation of the world. He said, thou knowest my down setting and my uprising. He knows when you at your lowest point, and he knows when you at your highest point. You can't fake it. You can't get around what, what God really understands about you. He said, he understands my thoughts afar off. He knows what I'm thinking before I even think it. Because you can't fool God. You might be able to fool us, but you ain't going to be able to fool God. He says, thou compasses my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. He knows everything about you. And it says, for there is not a word in thy tongue, but, O oh Lord, thou knowest. It all together. He knows your words before you even speak it. So to be formed in God, to have Christ formed in you, it means that I've got to get to the point of understanding that word preeminent, that God is in control. 
I'm not in control. Me, I, I can't do nothing. God is in control of everything that's going on in my life. No matter how much education I got, God is in control. No matter how much money I got in my pocket, God is in control. No matter how much I feel that I got it going on and don't have it going on, God is in control. No matter how many degrees I got lined up on the wall, God is in control. And because of the fact that I understand the fact that God is in control, even though I, I might have a pocket full of money, the Bible says that God gave you the power to get wealth. It came from God. Everything that you have comes from God. So if Christ is not formed in you, Pastor said it so eloquently last week. He said that you can have all this money, you can have all this degree, you can have all this stuff you think is, is, is going on, and he said all of it is vanity. It's nothing. Because Christ is everything. He's everything we need. He's everything we want. He's everything we desire. He's everything that we think we want. God is everything. So you can sit up here and say, I don't think I need to go to church today. I don't think I got time to go to Bible study. You know, I'll catch them next week. But see, if God is in control, and he is a part of everything, then when things start happening and you don't know why they're happening that way, it's because you thought you was, I don't, I don't need no Bible study. I got the word in me. See, that's the way I thought. That's why they said, you ain't ready yet. Because that's the way I thought. I thought that, that I had it going on. But the Bible tells me that I've got to examine myself to see if I be in the faith. I, I can't say what somebody else is going to say about me. When, when I stand before God, i got to stand before him by myself. So I've got to examine myself to see if I'm in the faith. Because I want to know, is Christ formed in me? Am I wrapped up in God? Because see, this is not something that, that we need to just be taking as happenstance. See, I'm just talking about me. I'm just talking about me. See, I, I, I had to learn. And I thank God that I sat up under some people that taught me that this is the way life is. You, you can't just take this stuff like I can deal with it. I don't have to deal with it. You, you got to be... If, if, if your desire is... I want 
Christ to be formed in me. Then it's got to be something that, that lets you know that, you know, I, I've got to be always in a mindset of wanting to be like Christ. Look back at our text for a minute. <laughs> See, Paul is saying that Verse 18 in our text, 4 and 18, he says, like I said, I thought I knew, even though everybody said I didn't know, that what I'm saying, in, that what Paul is saying in his text is, you can be zealous about things that are good. My children are good. I can be zealous over my children. I can be zealous over my job. Oh, I need this money. I can be zealous over the things that are good. But, but if those things that are good are not right, Paul is saying, if you're going to be zealous, be zealous over the things that are right. And that's what we, Pastor Falk, Pastor Ross, Pastor Lucas, are sitting here day in and day out, week in and week out, trying to explain to you. If you're going to be zealous over, then zealous over laboring to be like God. Because he was saying here in verse 19, he said, my little children of whom I travail in birth again until Christ is formed with you. You know, I don't have any means of understanding what a woman would go through having a baby. But from, from what I understand and what I see, that it is a difficult situation. It, it's one where it, during that time of giving that birth, it's not easy. It's painful. Oh, it is so, so tiresome. You know, push! Push! Oh, and, 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 and just needing the strength just to push. It's also tiring. You get also weak. Sometimes that's the way we feel up here trying to get you to understand how you need to get into the knowledge of God for yourself. It gets tiresome sometimes. It gets painful sometimes. We're trying to get you to push. Forward, that Christ is being formed in you. But the Bible says when that baby is born, it says that rejoicing comes. We were talking about in, in, in Sunday school this morning that, that when somebody comes to Christ, the angels rejoice. We rejoice when somebody comes to know God. 
And, and that's what we're about, getting to being able to rejoice that, that you're growing in the knowledge of him. We stand before you week in and week out, laboring that you get it. That you get what? That you're listening. We're laboring to understand that you understand what we're talking about. We're laboring in, in the fact that, that you'll put to use what's being said. Ephesians, look at Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. Look at what it says in verse 17. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17, it says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom. That's what we're laboring over, that you get the spirit of wisdom on the inside of you, that you get to know God better, that you get to understand that, that this walk with him it's something that you need to know better. It says, look, it says that, and you may give unto him the spirit of wisdom and revelation of the knowledge of him. We want you to get the revelation of God on the inside, the knowledge of him on the inside. Why? Look at what it says, that the God, no, verse 18, that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened. That you understand what this is all about. That's why we stand up here and preach. That's why we stand up here and teach. That's why we stand up here and explain the word. I, I, I love, in Bible study, last Tuesday, and see, I would have never known this, and I'll give you an example of what it means of the word being enlightened on the inside of you. Pastor said, Romans chapter 9. He said, you can't understand chapter 9 until you read chapter 10 and 11. And I read chapter 9 and said, hmm. But see, when I said it, he said, Read chapter 9, 10, and 11, and put them all together, a light opened up. Because it's getting me to understand the word of God for myself. And when we in there, he said, read that again. Uh-uh, no, 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 read it again. And when he does that, it's a, it's a brand new breakthrough that comes through. What he, that, the way that he says, read now, I done read it a hundred times one way and never saw what he saw. But that's what coming the Bible study does. It opens up the revelation of him to me. That's what Christ being formed in is to me. That revelation comes of what this word is telling me. Because I can read it from Genesis to Revelation and never look at it the way he does. Never see those nuggets and, and those blessings that, that he lets me to see. That's why it's so important that we learn 
the word of God for ourselves, that the eyes of our understanding is being enlightened, that we might know what is the hope of the calling and what is the riches of the glory of the inheritance that's in the same. See, I have an inheritance that I receive when Jesus went to the cross for me. He gave me wisdom at the cross. He gave me power at the cross. He gave me blessings at the cross. He gave me understanding at the cross. He gave me everything I need at the cross. But like Paul said here, I got to grow up. I got to grow up and understand all of what I have inherited from what God has given to me. See, when Christ died for my sin, let me know greater things. See, he let me know greater things I'm able to do because of what's on the inside of me. I can do greater things because he has set something in me. There's a treasure in me. There is a blessing on the inside of me. I've got an inheritance that I've got, and it's the fullness of the Godhead bodily, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost is on the inside of me, working in me and through me. That it won't be to my glory, but it's to his glory. See, Jesus died on that cross for a purpose for you and me. And that purpose was that you might have him formed in you. And he said, in all that I have received through this inheritance, and the fact that I need to grow up, he said, the only way you're going to grow up is you got to get rid of all this doubt. See, you got that doubt inside of me, inside of you that says, who do you think I am? See, you don't even know what I can do. When you get rid of that doubt of who I am, when you get rid of that doubt of, who I, of what I can do, when you get rid of that doubt inside of you of, I can't do it no other way but this way. When you get rid of that doubt that, that you know, I can't get a better job than this. The Bible says in John 12 and 14 that a corn of wheat must fall to the ground and die before it brings forth much fruit. That doubt inside of us has got to die. That doubt that I can't make it the way that I'm doing it has got to die. That doubt inside of me that I can't get a better job has got to die. That God inside of me that I can't get ahead no other way has got to die. Because the fact that you can't do it, the devil is a liar. Because my Bible says I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. The devil is a liar if I can't do it. Glory to God. Christ being formed in you. 
I'm talking about Christ-likeness. I'm talking about acting like Christ. I'm talking about living like Christ. I'm talking about compassion like Christ, thinking like Christ, talking like Christ, acting like Christ, loving like Christ. See, the desire with all that is in me. But it's got to be the passion in you. See, I've learned about passion from these men of God. And you've got to have that same passion if you want Christ to be formed in you. Because you can, you can, you can change your passion to be to the passion of God. My Bible says in Romans 12, 1 and 2, I beseech you therefore, brother, by the mercies of God, to present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God with your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. There's some things you got to stop thinking about. There's some things you need to start thinking about. He said, verse 2 said, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you might be able to prove what is the good, perfect, and acceptable good will of God. See, that's one of my favorite scriptures, and it's one of my favorite scriptures because it lets me know I can make a difference. I can change what's going on around me. And my Bible tells me in Matthew 6 and 33, if I seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all those other things that I'm looking for will be added. But I've got to put God first. See, the Bible says in our text in verse 20, it says, Paul wanted so much. Look at what, go back to our, our text. Verse 20, it says, I desire to be present with you now and to change my voice, for I stand in doubt of you. See, Paul wanted so much to be there with the Galatians. He wanted to be there to encourage them, to build them up, to strengthen them, to give them hope because they were listening to the Judaizers. And the Judaizers were changing everything that God had, that, that Paul had put into their mindset about how not to live by the law, but to live by grace. And because of the fact that their minds were being changed by what the Judaizers were telling them, Paul said to them, he said, in verse 3 and 1, he said, Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that ye should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ has been evidently set forth 
and crucified among you. See, it's easy to get caught up in the things of the world. It's easy to get caught up in, in what seems good and looks good and acts good and smells good. But if you want Christ to be formed in you, the Bible says in Ephesians 3 that you've got to be rooted. You've got to be grounded in the things of the word of God. And that, that means of being rooted and that things of being grounded. And I'm closing. It says, Christ being formed in you is not an overnight process. This is not an overnight process. You can't come up, give your heart to the Lord and say, no more worries, no more problems. I got it going on now. Give me the Bible and let me stand at the podium and let me preach. This is not an overnight process. This is not a bim, bam, thank you, ma'am situation. This is a process. It's a long process. The Bible says that we're ever learning and coming to the knowledge of the truth. It's here a little, there a little. We're always getting a word on the inside that's changing up. And, and you can't know more than this Bible can teach you. So, the Bible also says that we would reap if we faint not. See, that's what happens. You got people that run with it for a man and say, oh, I think I don't have enough of this. Let me go and do it this other way. You will reap. You will have Christ formed in you if you reap. You will reap if you faint not. See, this is like the Bible says that God wants us to go from glory to glory and from faith to faith. That's the process. And it's like the lights in these buildings or the lights in our homes. You know, you might have a 40-watt bulb in your life, 25-watt bulb. 40 watts, 60 watts, 75 watts, 100 watts. And your wattage and the knowledge of who you are in God might be 25. But, but when, when I start to grow in the knowledge of him, and I'm going from glory to glory and from faith to faith, then that night, in me said, you know, it's getting a little dark this way. I need to go and raise my wattage up. See, that's what studying the word does. It raises up that wattage. It takes you to, from 25 to 40. It takes you from 40 to 60. It takes you from 60 to 75. And soon you get at 100, and then you'll be able to do it all over again. Because we're going from glory to glory. And we're going from faith to faith because that's what it means to have Christ formed in you that you know that God is doing a work.
and at work is something that is a continuation. Ever learning. Ever learning. Ever learning. And coming to the knowledge of the truth. See, we're ever learning. As long as we stand this word, we're ever learning. So you have everything you need. It's already on the inside of you. And with everything that's on the inside of you, the Bible says that we need to study. To show ourselves approved under God. See, we want to be a workman that's not ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Or oh, we've been around some people that don't know how to rightly divide it and think they got it going on. But we want to be able to rightly divide it so that we won't be caught up and, and cast out. That when somebody says something that's not according to this word, then you understand it for yourself. That's what learning this word is, studying to show yourself approved under God. A workman that's not ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. See, that's what it means to be Christ-like. That having Christ formed in you. Understanding what it is to have Christ formed in you. Thank you.